0: soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the pass <laughs> Hey,
1: everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Pamtastas Comedy Clubhouse here every... That's right. Every Friday from 8 to 10. It's 8 o'clock. That's right. We are not starting on time. <laughs> that's cool. Don't worry about it. You guys just hang out and listen to those great Mutiny radio commercials while I smoke a cigarette so we can get ready for this uh, awesome show that's happening. It's Hell in a Handbasket 6. Yes, the sixth Hell in a Handbasket. What does that mean? It's like Chopped, the TV show, but instead of chefs and like ingredients, it's premises and stand up comedians. And then they have to do like improv, stand up comedy. It's really fun, and you're all gonna be here for it. Yay! So we're going to get right to that in just a bit. But until then, please enjoy all of these wonderful commercials from Mutiny Radio.
2: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll for some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m. rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. A shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California
1: with a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018.
3: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat!
4: (laughs) Hey everybody! Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti capitalist program. We interview community organizers
0: So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the Green Army.com.
2: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. We've got great food by our kitchen counter—offer burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll for some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m. Rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got whiskey Wednesday, tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special: shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for eight bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open ah, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot
1: That's right. (laughs) Here we are. We were just talking about they don't have meat. You know what has meat? My vagina used to have meat before I let go of that baby in this abortion set we're going to do right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It's a Friday. No, everyone can abort their sets tonight. Do we We don't even have all of our comedians in the house tonight that are on the show. I know that's crazy, but it is a uh, hell in a handbasket night. Ow! Yes! Uh, thank you. What could that possibly mean? That means that there are these baskets in front of me that are filled with premises. To Wow, they are fun premises because they were picked by an 11-year-old. Yeah, I was babysitting last night, and I was like... And I said, Daria, what you tell me. And she's like, I well, what do you mean? I said, Well, you think about things that nobody thinks about. And she's like, What do you mean? I'm like, you're eleven. (laughs) Like, come on, honey. So all of these things in the basket tonight are filled by an eleven-year-old child which makes them interesting and fun. I'm so glad that there are 10,000 people listening on the radio because there are throngs of people in here tonight at Muni Radio. Yes, the throngs. The people are coming in to experience the hell hat. What? It's not a hell hat. It's hell in a handbasket. It came from the Hell Hat, which is every third Friday here on pemtas' Comedy Clubhouse, where we just pick random things that people say. But no, this time they're crafted by an 11-year-old. Uh, but we can't get to it until our returning champion, Kimberly Rose Went, shows up. I God damn it, if she doesn't show up, it's going to have to be Mike Spiegelman. <laughs> He's a, smoking a preemptive bowl right now. Oh, yeah, I know, right? No, I, I don't even know what to think about the new laws. Like, uh, can we all clap for pot being legal? Yay! Yay. The question mark is in my world, too, because I'm like, it's the same price for me because I never paid for pot. <laughs> Yay! Uh, you can grow it yourself, everybody, in your closet or wherever you want. Uh, I make edibles out of them, they're delicious. Now that it's legal, I can be like, I give them away to everyone, yay, because I don't know how to monetize anything I do. (laughs) I have an MFA in poetry. Uh, It was a poor decision. Not a bad one, just a poor one. I will never make any money ever. (laughs) I have an MFA in poetry, yay! (laughs) Yay! Thank God I went through graduate school with no student loan debt. Well, how did I do that? I worked my ass off. But are my parents proud of me? Nay. Anyone else's parents not proud of them? Room full of comedians. I should see all hands raised. Parents, not. I mean, if your parents are proud of you and you're a comedian, you must have a trust fund somewhere because they're like, you're going to be okay forever. Uh, I don't. I don't even. Oh, some, I mean, I, I can barely walk home without peeing my pants. You know how that goes? I'm in San Francisco. So the way I do it is um, no one's looking for me, so I just hang on to the back of a bumper and just go between two cars because no one's looking for a bougie white lady perched between two cars. Am I right? Nobody. That's true. Nobody's looking. Thank God I have a boyfriend, you know what I mean? Like, because nobody's looking for a middle-aged woman peeing in the street in North Beach. (laughs) That was me on Tuesday. Thanks, Grant and Green. Yay, all the mics that we all hit. I'm just trying to burn time until the huge audience comes for you guys. Yeah. Oh, the throngs of people are coming in. There is one. They're drinking. they well, of course, because they're not allowed to drink in here. Perfect. Yes, they're behind a tree, like a dog. That's so good. I uh, I want to have a. I I saw a guy's hair leash today. This is weird. Uh, I I'm friends with a bike messenger, who just, uh, what's it called? Retired. <laughs> at sixty. No, he was a bike messenger and he retired at sixty, and that's so great. And he showed me his entire ponytail leash they were like he's like i brought all my hair with me i'm like why are you bringing that in a bar that's gross i guess <laughs> there's enough dogs in here already i'm not talking about the actual dogs i'm talking about the women am i right i'm 43 i've seen some dogs in my time Roof, roof. hey i am not i am a. I am the biggest misogynist of all i'm still I'm waiting. knock knock feminism i can get my own fucking door, thanks. Uh, how many women does it take to screw in a light bulb? Hold on, let me knock my dick out of this feminist mouth and we'll ask her. <laughs> See, I'm a misogynist, yeah! I tried to write a new joke this week based off a truth. I uh, I work from home a lot. Anybody else work from home? No? Just I got a nod. Nah, I got nods. Nah, good working from home. I don't wear clothes when I work at home because I'm actually hoping that some of my neighbors are uh, peeping toms. <laughs> I'm naked all the time, and I'm like, I need to show my titties to someone. You know what I'm saying? So, I got four big windows out to the world right there on Geary Street. Uh, they were they were um, filming something this week, and it was a lot of fun because I'd like go right up to the window. And, uh, you know, I really felt the glass ceiling. It was more like a glass window. I was just pressing my boobs up against the window to see my own, you know, cleavage. It's hard to do that. I have always wanted to get a pearl necklace, but my boobies are too small. Uh, I have given my fair share of pearl keychains, if you know what I mean. Pearl, I, I just, my boobie, I've tried. I've even worn those, like, Chicken cutlet bras from Victoria's Secret, where like it's not your real boob on the side, but it makes you look like your real boobs. And I've, I've tried to press those up against the glass ceiling, and I still haven't gotten anywhere. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to. Casting couch is a thing. I just don't know whose couch to lay down on, you know, because all the drummers in San Francisco were already on that couch. So I can't lay on that couch myself because they're already there. Have you ever tried to sleep on a couch with another person? <laughs> that's not fun. That's that's just that's a lot of that's a lot of time. Uh, we should, someone should probably check the internet and see if Kimberly Rose Wendt is on her way. The, cause otherwise I'm going to have to defend her title, which is going to be a problem. Hey, the third axis guys are here. That means we have an audience. I don't know if you guys know about the coolest new show on mutiny radio. It's at 10 o'clock on Friday nights and it's called third access. There are so many guys on that show. They bring their own audience. Do you know what I mean? There's like, There's so many people. (laughs) You're like, oh, Muni Radio's full, but it's just one guy's on one show. Oh, look (laughs) at (laughs) this. Third access, yeah! we will have to turn the GoPro around. You guys are all millennials, though, so you all have your own GoPros or iPhones to film yourself on. It's so funny because I'm sure that like Facebook Live has four of you or five of you on time on the same. You're like, we're all Facebook living. Who has more likes? <laughs> all the millennials are like, look at me, look at me. And they're like fighting. But they're all on the same show, fighting for each other's. Look at me, no way, look at me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 43, and I'm like, look, at. I've been saying look at me for so long. I just don't need to say. It. It's like, I not even. Like, oh okay, if, I, if I drool enough with my mouth open, will someone put their dick in it? Is that like, is that a, is that a feminist joke? ha, 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 ha. Well, let's get this fucking show started. I'm going to pretend I'm Kimberly Rose Went. We're going to get our comedians on stage. We've got four amazing baskets filled with incredible premises. And what's going to happen is these comedians are going to come up. They're going to open their baskets and they're going to do four minutes based off these baskets. And then they're going to put their hands up against the wall. As if something bad happened to them, and you and the audience are gonna choose who you wanna see in the next round. And then they get five premises and things happen. It's gonna be fun. Look, we're all here. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Before we start, Pamptaskis, we always sing a song. If you know, sing along with us. M U T I N Y comedy, clubhouse comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. Obviously we can smoke inside tonight. (coughs) We can completely bring out the pipes and smoke, everybody. Please, we're smoking tonight. Yay, M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Right now I'd like to bring up Brian Lucette, Jason Cole, and Evelyn Erie Diamond here to take these amazing baskets. Clap for them, yay! (laughs) Yeah, each grab a hand basket. That's your hand basket. Here we go, everybody. You're going to have to do four minutes tonight based off these funny things. One, a terrible child drawing uh, is a baby that says, I go poop. Super baby with one tooth. Yay. Uh, The second thing you'll have to talk about is a fat man running the mile. There he is. He's a fat man. He's very, very fat. He's jiggling. He's not have a good look on his face. He is running the mile. The fourth thing is a jalapeno. Yes, yes. Or the third. And the fourth thing is a rosemary salted caramel that is medicated and will get you super high. So you can eat it now or you can eat it later. Um, I already ate one, so uh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, our, our uh, door guy the amazing uh, Michael Spiegelman let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman he's gonna eat that for me because I've already eaten one uh, but I'm just gonna do while I'm doing my four minutes you guys have to think about your four minutes because you're gonna be up soon ha <laughs> ha. I love jalapenos. You guys, this is one of the only vegetables that I actually eat in the world. Uh, It's so awesome because I get to go to $1.50 tacos uh, on Monday through Friday at El Toro from 3 to 5, and they have a huge salsa bin container and that is how a poor person gets their vegetables. <laughs> is that like I eat so many <laughs> well what do you eat? A lot of jalapenos. Why? Cuz they're free. Like people ask why are you so skinny? Cuz I'm poor, motherfuckers. I'm poor. My food stamps only gives me 167,000 it's 167,000. 167 a month. And Jalapenos are cheap, so. And they're free at El Toro from 3 to 5 Monday through Friday with $1.50 tacos. And they give you free chips. Yay! Uh, this really, I, okay. Fat guy running. Fat guys should run to El Toro. And I feel terrible because people keep saying, oh, uh, the you know, there's a fat people's thing and stuff. And like, well, what about when they're crossing the street and then it's like, is 12 seconds enough for them? Huh? You know, so what I'm saying is if you're fat, I think we should shorten the amount of time that you get to cross the street so you'll walk faster. So you'll burn more calories while you're walking the street. A little bit of fear might make you burn a couple more calories, fat ass. I mean... <laughs> I'm a dick. I learned very early on that skinny bitches don't get to tell jokes about fat people. It's just a thing. I've tried for years to be like, but
8: it's not that I, I'm not, I'm scared of fat people.
1: It's only because like I'm afraid that one day I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, how did that happen? I'm like, why didn't somebody tell me at 197 pounds that I looked like a fat ass? Like you had to wait till I was 350 pounds and I can barely walk around. Like what is, what is your responsibility, America, with this? You got to really start fat shaming more. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't know how it works. I've always been a skinny bitch, only because I'm poor. When I was rich, I was a skinny bitch because I was bulimic. But now that I'm poor, I'm a skinny bitch because I can't afford to eat. You know what I mean? Like, I used to eat like Baskin Robbins. I used to eat like a whole pint of it. And that was like $4 worth of ice cream. I was like, ha, 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 just to vomit it. Because when you vomit ice cream, it feels so good coming out. You know what I mean? It's such an easy, like it feels so good. It's so much easier. Mashed potatoes. And but no mashed potatoes get too thick. You have to drink enough alcohol with the mashed potatoes. So then when become, we shouldn't be telling all my secrets here at all at once. Oh, uh, and then I was supposed to talk about the pot caramel. Well, I'm already on those, and that's why I've talked about all this tonight. Yay. <laughs> Duh, That was my four minutes. Hey everybody, you are gonna hear from three other comedians about their four minutes from that same motherfucking basket. Do you guys want to Rosham? Does anyone want to go first? You can raise hands or. Brian Lucette, first up! Braving the Hell Basket! Everybody clap wildly for Brian Lucette! Yay!
7: Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm going to start with this first premise. That's break good. So pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Resume is really funny. <laughs> I just love... just fun, you know? Um, This one looks like it was drawn by a child, right? I um, I actually teach 11 and 12-year-olds, and so I don't approve of kids doing drugs. But I do think drugs are a great way to learn the metric system, so I approve of them selling drugs. <laughs> I'm just trying to... Prepare them with the skills they'll need in the 21st century, you know? this gig economy. But um, I'm also hoping that they'll give me better gifts than mugs for Christmas, Yeah. You know? Um, this fat man running reminded me that uh, I used to be a fat man running. Uh, I've lost some weight recently, which is pretty fun by running. I don't know if I have anything funny to say about that, but uh I've started uh tracking my runs on an app. Um <laughs> I'm gonna move on to this premise. I've never eaten a jalapeno before. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Um <laughs> So far, it's all right. Um, yeah, I like trying new things. I um, tried acid for the first time like a decade ago, and I love it now. It's yeah. it's just like it's such a reflective time, you know. Like literally, like everything is just bright. <laughs> it's like your eyes dilate, and just everything is bright. <laughs> I'm still a super shallow person, but it's like a really reflective. <laughs> Um, the first time I did it, I I, t- I took it overnight, stayed out all day. I was in Dublin, and I had to fly back to London the next day. Stayed up all night, and then realized that I had to catch my flight, and so I hurried back to the hotel, grabbed my stuff. Saw my friends there. They were worried because I didn't show up all night. Got my stuff, got on the bus, go 40 miles out of town to the airport, run up to the ticket desk. I'm like, I got to catch my flight back to London. I... I space they're like I'm sorry you have to check in two hours before your flight I was like oh shit okay can I buy a new ticket I don't really have any money um, and she's like I'm sorry sir um, you're here four hours early <laughs> so I had to sit in a McDonald's waiting to go through airport security for two hours on acid but then um, when I did make it up the pl- uh, into the air I was like flying by these clouds and I was just like I, I just thought Wow, clouds are dope. <laughs> I told you guys, I'm shallow. I'm shallow. Uh, I'll leave you with this note. Um, This isn't a joke. I'm just going to tell you a truth. This says, I go poop. <laughs> the first time my girlfriend told me she loves me was uh, after I pooped my pants, uh, laughing while I was on mushrooms. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's not a joke, but oh, well maybe maybe if you like think about it, it's a joke there, but um anyway, thanks for having me.
1: Brian said, everybody loves the basket, getting in. Do you guys want a Rosham for it or do you have a choice? All right, you're nice comedian. What a funny lady, put your hands together for
10: Evelyn, Erie Diamond, yeah. I, I always feel like I need to be louder, but this room is very small. My <laughs> 51. So I wish the yeah. I wish some guys I was fucking would say that. I, your your vagina, I always feel like it needs to be bigger. <laughs> but your vagina is very small. I've never heard that actually. Okay. Um all right, let's see. Okay, first thing I want to talk about is the jalapeno. Because I have to tell you, it reminds me a lot of a butt plug. You guys seen butt plugs before? Butt plug? Seen butt plugs? Have you seen a butt plug? You seen a butt plug? So I used to work at um, uh, a, a place called Stormy Leather. You guys know what Stormy Leather is? You know what Stormy Leather is? You're welcome. Yeah. And I got to tell you that the the hardest thing about working at Stormy Leather was um, having to not be embarrassed to say the word cock ring like 6,000 times a day. <laughs> like, I had to work up to it. You know what I mean? Like, I would just be like, um, yeah, so what size cock ring do you need? And the worst, but this is the worst part. When I, because I was whispering it, I think the guys got like excited by that. But I was like... <laughs> I was like, so um, we have various sizes of cock rings, and they would just be like, "You do?" (laughs) It's like, ew, (laughs) yuck. So, um, just so you know, butt plugs. If you guys, if you're wondering, if you're curious, um, some of them have stuff hanging off of them, Um, like uh, like horse tail, like a horse tail. You put that in your ass, you look like you're a horsey. Um, You look like a horsey. Um, no, it's true. And then, um, and then, right before I got fired, that's another story. Uh, right before I got fired, we had just gotten in some that were like a pink horsey tail. So I guess that was like a unicorn tail, right? And so, just in case you guys are curious. I don't know if they have them. Um, so just so you know, I got fired from Stormy Leather. I got fired from a sex shop, ladies and gentlemen. And ha- this is how I got fired from the sex shop. I I was late like six times and I got fired. I sold fucking ball gags. Okay, and those little metal things that you run along people's backs and genitals and stuff that are all prickly. And I got fired for being late. Just wanna, okay, just wanna mention that. Fucking bitches. Sorry, that was. Oh, I got, way, I got way in my head just now. I was really mad when I got fired. I was kicking over ball gags. Fuck you. Okay. Um, okay, there is a picture of a fat guy running. Um, I want you to know something. When I see big people running, because I've, I've gained like 30 pounds since I was like in my 20s, um, I just yell out the window, go little kid, go! Like, every fucking time. I do, dude. I do. I do that, cause I'm like, wow. Cause I won't exercise. I will not fucking exercise. I won't fucking. I got off the Bart the other day, and I was I was like on the wrong side. You know what I mean of the station. And I just I walked up to the stairs, and I stood in front of the fucking stairs. And this is what I said. Fucking stairs. Now? <laughs> I came to the city to go to a bar to get drunk, and now I got to walk up fucking stairs. I was so fucking mad. I was so, I was so mad. Um, actually, I went to a, uh, I went to a, um, I, w- I went to a yoga class once. I went once, and I want you guys to know I'm never going back, because it was, it was really hard. <laughs> it was really hard. They make you get into this this thing called plank. Do you guys know what plank is? Oh, yeah. Plank is like where you're kind of like almost going to do a push-up, but you don't do the push-up, right? Like, we're going to do a push-up. No, we're not. We're not going to do the push-up, right? You just lay, you just kind of stand. And plank is fucking hard. And let me tell you something, every time you do a yoga move, you have to go back into fucking plank. And there was a point in the class where this is what happened. She said, okay, okay, and now we're going to go back to plank. And I said, you know what? Fuck your plank. (laughs) And then she goes, "Uh, Erie, you're going to have to leave now. You could leave the mat here, though. Go ahead and leave the mat here. Apparently, I got kicked out of yoga. Namaste, everybody. I'm Erie Diamond. Evelyn Erie Diamond, she needs to eat her
1: rosemary salted caramel immediately. Namaste, motherfuckers. We're gonna plank right here. I'm gonna plank one arm. I'm one arm planking. I am one arm planking and talking into the microphone right now. I have a face for radio and a body for planking. What can I do? Don't know what to tell you guys. Your next comedian, an amazing guy. He runs a show out of Arinda. That's where you book it, right? Your show's in Arinda. That you? You're in Oakland, but the show you book's in Arinda. Don't you book the show in Arinda? That happens at the thing where there's a... Right now, I'm just making shit up. I am the queen of slander. He has his own show. He's an amazing guy. You guys are going to love him. Everybody. Jason Cole. Yeah.
11: Thank you, Pam. Oh my God. This is incredible. Jalapeno, right? Reminds me of a date I was on with this girl for the purpose of this joke. And uh, we're having a dinner date, you know, and uh, having some burritos with heavy on the peppers and she says, I need to, I'm going to get up and use the restroom. And I said, we're at a food truck. <laughs> and she's like, I know I'm going to go home and delete all my accounts and kill myself. And I'm like, I'm like, can I get a ride to Bart? <laughs> all right. <laughs> and speaking of jalapenos, I do love jalapenos and all things spicy to think I was going to make it tonight. Cause I have a causes a medical condition, type two diarrhea. Have you heard of, <clears throat> have you heard of this? Everyone's heard of it. You know the part when you're like you're in the Uber trying to do a little left cheek sneak to let off some abdominal pressure, and next thing you know, you're learning how Uber is disrupting the charge. People 150 dollars to shit in their car industry. It's called a cleaning fee that we're all agreeing to that when we swipe through. But I call it yesterday, all day yesterday eating those jalapenos. Thank you, Mr. and Miss Johnson, for coming in to school to talk about your daughter. We found some pictures she's been drawing, and. Uh, um, this is a superhero wearing a diaper and, uh, this is what we're calling this on the spectrum. I think, uh, I think your kid is retarded. Uh, sorry. He's got, it's got claws for, for hair. He's already has already developing crabs and, uh, fat people. We're not supposed to fat shame, but, uh, I'm skinny. So it's fun. I, uh, I make up for her having killer hair. I'm skinny, but God says, you know, we're going to take away your fucking hair. And, uh, It's all relative. God has a plan for everybody, right? The hair is leaving my head and coming out thick, black, and luscious in my nose. Oh, I got beautiful head of Italian hair up my fucking nose, and uh, and it tickles. And I was trying to, I was at a stoplight trying to pull one of these bad boys out because it makes you cry, but it feels so good. and I'm trying to get just a nose hair out, right? I look to my left, there's a semi-attractive woman looking at me, think, and I realize she thinks I'm picking my nose. And I have to defend, I'm like, no, 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 that's I'm not picking my nose. I'm pulling a giant nose hair out. I'm not touching I'm not touching boogers, that's gross. The boogers are on the end. Hello. So yeah. Um what else can you say about a large man um running naked? Uh, I don't have any good fat jokes. You know, fat jokes are kind of easy with comedy. You know, they're as easy as eating whatever you want and never exercising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and the closer, yeah, caramels, guys, drugs. Oh, I've so, I have so many stories. Uh, I back in the uh, it was early 90s. I would we uh, I'm not proud of this. I stole some pot plants from somebody. Uh, like we went up, it was like Ocean's Eleven. We sawed them in the middle of the night at the pot farm and stole them. It was fucking insane. Um, and we made pot tea. Big we had the big vats of tea. And we went to go see Aerosmith at Concord Pavilion with Guns N' Roses opening. And we just drank a whole tub of this shit. I was so high, so we're coming out, and there's this very sexy, scantily clad Aerosmith chick, super drunk. I was out of my mind, and she pulls up to a. She has a Sharaco, a Volkswagen Sharaco, and I'm like, in my drunk stone, I don't know where my friends are. I don't know how I got there, and I'm like, I have a Sharaco. I drive my parents' Sharaco. I'm like, I have a Sharaco, and she's wasted. I'm like, you're too wasted. I have a Sharaco. I can drive you home, and she goes, Okay. So we get into her car, and I'm like, yeah, Scirocco. She's really wasted. I'm the most wasted I've ever been. It was bad. I'm usually a pretty good drunk driver, you know, two hands on the wheel, very slow. Not 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 the most safe thing. But anyway, we get in the car, and I don't know if you ever pulled out of a concert, like, where it's all, like, there's people directing traffic, there's cops, and it's a fucking full crowd scene of hundreds of cars, and all everybody's merging. And uh, she's fixing her hair, trying to get the thing on her asses in the air, and I and I... T- I accelerate because it's a gutless car up the hill in Kirker Pass or wherever in Concord and the fucking gas pedal sticks. It just sticks and I start accelerating and bumper to bumper traffic and I'm like the accelerator sticks and I go into the emergency line. She goes yeah sometimes the emergency or the gas pedal sticks. She says that as at, I'm the worst ways that I've been and I'm down going emergency lane and there's uh, a t- cop cars like 500 yards stopped and I'm l- totally not looking and I'm trying to unstick the thing, driving as straight as I fucking can, looking at the street lights. I pull it off and then I pull over and stop short of the cop cars. I get out and I'm like, I'm, I don't even know this girl's name. I'm like, all right, thanks, I have to go. I put it in park and again, I just walk. I walk away, never saw her again. Thank you, that's my Scirocco story.
1: Everybody, the Chiraco story, hell yeah! This, this first, um, it's very easy. We're just gonna take me out of the mix because obviously, so moving into round two. So exciting, you guys don't get to vote, I'm sorry. But moving into round two, Brian Lucet, Jason Cole, and Evelyn Erie Diamond, yeah! Woo! Uh, I have to go get the round two items, so in that interim, Mike Spiegelman is going to tell jokes to you guys. Everybody, Mike Spiegelman. Yay!
12: Uh, I'm Mike Spiegelman. Uh, thank you guys for coming. I hope you don't mind. I'm keeping the door open. I could close the door if you guys want. I'll be able... All right. Uh, all right. Hey, that's even better. Guy in the back. Well, nope. All right. There we go. All right. Very nice. See, I, I want a different ambiance when I perform. Thanks. Yeah, there we go. All right. Yeah, I got a little too cold. I'm uh, I'm pretending that this uh, vest I'm wearing, this Costco vest, is keeping me warm tonight. So I'm keeping the door open. I'm keeping everything because then when I go onto the bus, I'll be like, this is the warmest thing I've ever been in. It's like I'm inside an otter. My name is Mike Spiegelman. It's great to be here. Uh, I like live shows. I don't like reading. I actually can't read comic books. I don't understand them. Well I I don't read the thought bubbles. None of my business. <laughs> Shut up, Batman, is what I like to say. Uh I do uh it's a real dream to be here. Uh I dreamt I was here last night. If you don't believe me, I have my dream journal. I write all my secret dreams on it. Very private. I lost it here in the studio. So if you find it, let me know. (laughs) Don't read it. Very private. I keep a diary. That's even more uh, personal than my dream journal. I lost it also. (laughs) Yeah, somewhere here in the studio, but don't. If you find it, let me know. Don't read it. And uh, I'm telling you, writing a diary, I wish I did that earlier. It's changed my life. It's completely changed my brain. I'm rewired. I remember everything. In fact, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good, right? Yeah. All right. Well, then you guys are a good audience in my diary tonight. <laughs> I think that's a fair trade-off. But my diary has rewired me so much that... Uh, I even dream about my day, which makes my dream journal redundant. I'm going to close. I see people at the door. But thanks, guys, very much. I'm Mike Spiegelman. Bye.
5: Mike
1: Spiegelman, what a champion. Hooray. You're next. Hey, Jeannie. It's so good to see you guys. Yay. This is the second basket. Uh, we have three comedians in their baskets. It are one, a magic card. That is called the mnemonic wall. Oh, yeah, big words. Two, a picture of Tanya Harding. Three, a cat peeing in a toilet. Oh, yes, that happens. Four, kale chips or kale in general, just kale. And five, I heart unicorns. Uh, Please remember that all of these were chosen by an 11-year-old that I was babysitting last night. I I asked an 11-year-old, I was like, let's have a project together. I have a show tomorrow and you're just gonna say things and then I'm gonna find pictures of them. She was like, this is pretty cool. This is way better than living Maddie. You know what I'm talking about? You guys don't know what living Maddie is. That's fine. Only I have that purely Disney hell for myself. Yay. Like, I feel like at this point I should write for Disney. Like, I've watched enough fucking, like, Dog with a Blog, seriously. <laughs> Why am I not writing for that show? Alright, you're we're gonna go backward from the way we did last time. So you just saw him and you get to see him again. Put your hands together, everyone, for Jason Cole. Yay!
11: Uh, My glasses on for this shit. All right. You know, when I uh, Googled hot pussy peeing, this is not really what I had in mind. I noticed she doesn't have any. She has no shitter paper. She's in for a big surprise we have any cat people here? I'm mean, just a massive cat person. Uh, I'm a dog person. I love the cats, but I, I'm slightly allergic. And uh, I was such a stoner uh, in my 20s. I had a bunch of roommates, and we had a bunch of cats, and I was so fucking wasted. It took me three years to realize I was allergic to cats. I never drew the connection that when I picked up a cat and pet it, I got the most insane allergy attack within 35 seconds. I'd be like, wow, these allergies here in January, there's a lot of pollen out here. And I'd put it down, I'd feel better. Three years before I quit smoking weed and I picked up one of the cats. It was like three days after quitting smoking weed, after smoking weed, three or four times a day for eight years or something. And I picked up the cat, and, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm allergic to this cat. <laughs> so don't do drugs, kids. I'm from the future. Uh, I mean, do drugs. Just don't do all the drugs. I'm actually 24. Oh, shit. Don't do the drugs. Uh, yeah, all right. And these are kale chips. Ah. Forming a cover band. We're all vegans. You want to join Van Ah, <laughs> oh, I get by with a little kelp from my friends. Oh shit! That's that's not, that's all my vegetable material. All right, guys, where are my nerds at? Shit, I can't even read this Dungeons D and D-, D-, D. Nice. I was I'm into D- <laughs> uh, I'm into donuts and dopamine. It's my what I, I'm a defender. Uh, creature wall, okay, creature wall. And there's a quote here. It augments. God, I wish I went to school. What is so confusing about what? Parofa, the philosopher. All right, guys. Uh, I used to play (laughs) Dungeons & Dragons. You know that Stranger Things, that show, of course, everyone loved? That was just me, uh, not as attractive as these kids. But, you know, I would play Dungeons & Dragons and ride my bike home, and I'd have all these fucking fantasies that that shit would happen. So me watching this when I'm this stoned uh, was very good. It's not funny, but I relate to that show until shit got really weedy and stuff. I didn't like that. Uh, TV critics, am I right? <laughs> Actually, on the way here at NPR, they had some famous uh, architect died, and they had the LA Times head uh, architect critic. I'm like, you know, food critics, whatever. Architect critic, they've fucking eight years to build a building. This guy goes like, fuck that building. I'm gonna write <laughs> five thousand words about it. You're a fucking. It's a fucking building. What do you want from that shit? unicorns you know how they call companies like that's gonna be the next big thing is like oh yeah it's a unicorn it's it's a total unicorn because they're hard to find and then they all go out of business and i think uh i should write a punchline for that um (laughs) i guess unicorns are like religion there's it's hard to prove that they're real um they say the lord works in mysterious ways you know and uh when you see lord's handiwork sometimes you think that's code for the lord's kind of a dick uh Somebody shoots up a church, kills 20 people who are actually praying to him. Oh, that's mysterious. You know, it's not mysterious. It's horrible. Or about the worst of the worst, like, seven-year-old girl goes missing, you know, abducted. Then two months later, they find her, like, decapitated in a lake. And the parents are, like, on the news trying to find a silver lining. What do they say? Well, I guess God just needed another angel up in heaven. Wouldn't he want one that could sing in the choir? You know, <laughs> she has no head. Uh All the other angels, oh, so she's coming up the escalator to heaven. They're like, oh, we got a third soprano. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you're in charge of, you know, music stands. Okay. Uh, She has no head. That's bad. All right. One minute late. Tanya Harden. This was the gangster shit. I was was 37 when this happened. No, I don't know when this happened. Uh, Was that the early 90s, late 80s? Uh, Tanya Harding, right? That was some gangster shit. That was some 902 on Woe shit. Like, she's fucking leaning against a fucking locker, like, to get her boyfriend. Like, hit, let's hit that bitch in the knee. This was the Olympics. Do you guys realize how fucking gangster that is? Or how white trash that is? Every time you hear t- people doing racism against black people, like, oh, you know, these horrible stories of baby in the microwave, and then you go, like, we have every story like that, there's a white trash version of fucking mayonnaise sandwiches you could go on fucking uh youtube and just type in white trash and there's like fist fights with people with no shirts and shit it's hilarious i love fucking with white people because we're the biggest dicks (laughs) and hypocrites. i think i'm done guys my name is jason cole thank you very much
1: jason cole everybody besting besting the hell basket yeah hell yeah i know all the all the all the, the white the white trash isn't she so cute she still looked pretty doing it you know what i mean like and there's a movie coming out that's why she made it into this basket your next comedian she's gonna make you laugh put your hands together you were like she her her look belies her age she was alive when this whole Tanya Harding thing went down but she doesn't look like it it's evelyn Erie diamond yay <laughs>
10: different from like 10 minutes ago no okay all right so for okay so first thing I got got, I'm gonna hold my little old lady basket um I I I I have to talk about this magic the gathering thing because um I am I am what some people might call like an old ass death rocker which they're now they're goths but I'm that old I'm that old that I used to be a death rocker when it was like Uh, you know, back, well, you guys have all seen this on, on Facebook, but, um, I was Death Rock back when it was called Hey Faggot, so, you guys have seen, heard that on, it's, I took that, I stole that, I am re, just, I didn't write that, so, I didn't, I'm not a joke stealer, but, so, Magic the Gathering was, like, a big fucking deal with my friends, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I used to sit around and make fun of him the whole time. Um, I used to call him virgins and everything, and then I ended up marrying a total dork. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's true. And uh, like d and D nerd, he would like hide his D and D game like under the bed, and I'd find it and be like, "You're a geek. I'm never." And then uh, one day he pointed out to me that he may be a geek, but I am a geek fucker, and that is. Super embarrassing because one is a choice. You know what I mean? I totally fucked that up. Um, Yeah, it's it's the equivalent of saying to your parents, "You raised me like this." Like it's the equivalent of that. It's like I don't, I don't, I um. Wow, it's so romantic in here now. Um, She, she, so. Pam, so just so I realize it's a radio show, just so you know, um, Pam is trying to fix the light, but she is fucking stoned out of her mind right now. And this is, this is, this is, this is... This is this is super reminiscent of I, I got in a car with a super stone person one time and I was like, you know, what? I am way too w- drunk to drive and he's like, it's okay, I'm just stone so I can do it. And he was driving 10 miles an hour. Like like on the freeway and he was driving and he's like, no, it's good. It's better to drive slower than faster. And I was like, what, dude? The bicycles are passing this. Like, this is bad. Like, we look fucked up. Um, Okay, I believe in unicorns. This is a picture of a unicorn with unicorn coming out of his mouth. uh, Or, I'm sorry, rainbow coming out of his mouth and rainbow coming out of his ass. So this is like a unicorn centipede situation. (laughs) Like, it's... Isn't that disgust? You know, it's so gross. I've never even seen that movie, but someone described that movie to me, and like, I was terrified. I like almost threw up. Like, I was just like, oh god! Like, and then I would, from that moment on, in like moments of quiet, I would like imagine it. Like, oh, can you just imagine being one of the like the middle peed? That would be the worst one. You know what I mean? The middle peed would suck, right? I don't know. Anyways, okay, uh, unicorns. I'd also like to mention that. Yes, I am old and there was a time where I used to wear something called Dove shorts. Does anyone know what this is? Dove shorts. They used to have a little unicorn. They were satin shorts. Satin shorts. I was like a 15 year old girl with like satin shorts on with like a little unicorn in the corner. Okay, with like a with like a with like a a top with like a rainbow on the front. Totally wasn't a gay thing then, but I wish I'd had a gay friend because we, he would have told me I looked like a fucking idiot. But, jeez, it's just so embarrassing. I think this picture of Tanya Harding, I think it looks like the, the, the sad actor mask. Don't you think that's what that is? That's the sad actor mask right now. Don't you think? Don't you think? Jason, you don't have your glasses on. No, come over here, look at it. Don't you think? That's the sad actor mask right there. Like the tragedy. Yeah, remember? So I do, I want to say something. You're absolutely right, Jason. Um, the, the whole, the whole white trash thing. So I'm from white trash. I have like hark, like Kentucky white trash, like, like, like there's outside furniture on the inside of the house and there's inside furniture on the outside of the house. You know what I mean? Like that kind of, those kind of people, you know what I mean? Like, like, for instance, um, my grandma used to be really pissed because, well, my grandma was pretty elegant, but she had these, like, her white trash would come out sometimes because she moved to California when she was, like, 18 or something. But every once in a while, she'd, like, I remember one time she called me up and she was really pissed because she couldn't find, she wanted to find a stainless steel spork, right? You guys know what a spork is, right? It's a, it's a spoon, but it's also a fork, right? Yeah, Woo! <laughs> OK, And what she liked about it was this is what she said. She, she said, "Honey, the thing is, I can eat almost any kind of food with it with one hand, and then I can keep my other hand free to hold my cigarette." <laughs> All right, I'm Mary Diamond, thank you.) It's a never-
1: The handbasket, like it's nothing. Your next comedian, what a funny guy, put your hands together for Brian Lucette. Yay!
7: Wow, guys, that edible I ate earlier is kicking in. I'm, I'm talking about the jalapeno. <laughs> um, so, I might do some characters uh, or impression type stuff based off these, as well as some other stuff, maybe. Um, the first one, the kale oh <laughs> you know ever since I've been like successfully treating my IBS I just don't have time to read the Atlantic anymore <laughs> it's just I try to stay informed but I just don't find the time anymore kale looks like nerdy weed <laughs> it's uh, doesn't it man What would nerdy weed sound like? Oh, man, I'm super hungry, <laughs> but I don't know. My mom, my mom's not making ravioli for a while, so I guess I'm just going to watch Bill Nye for a while. That's not a very good one. <laughs> The this magic card, the mnemonic wall. Mnemonic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the but seriously, that that's a lot of mana, right? Am I right? Four and then a a fla- uh, a blue one. <laughs> wow, jeez, you got quite the blue deck here. You brought in three of these. Wow. Damn, you're you're quite the the dungeon master. Wow, oh the deck master, I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, these were great in the '90s. Let me tell you, I just loved playing Magic. My middle school band teacher, Mr. Schick, <laughs> he used to let us hang out in his uh, in his band room, and I never practiced the trumpet, but I played a lot of Magic. <laughs> that was a true statement, said in a weird voice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this has poor attacking ability, (laughs) but whatever it's, if I was going to come up with a mnemonic device to remember that card, I would think of something with a poor attacking ability (laughs) to help me remember this Tanya Harding picture, this emotion Reminds me of the way I feel when I don't get invited to ladies brunch
12: <laughs> It's
7: so upsetting to me like I'm all for women having safe spaces like I love that There's ladies mics and all these things for women to have their space But like I just want to go to ladies brunch. I'm drinking mimosas at home. Anyways <laughs> uh, I, I Don't get it. It's like all of my friends are hanging out without me, <laughs> including—I mean, it's what is it? Am I not allowed to come because I'm going to bring some sort of weird sexual energy there? Because I have a dick? <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to fuck all of my female friends. Just one of them. <laughs> <laughs> She's my girlfriend, who I introduced to all of these lady friends. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This cat peeing <laughs> um, into a toilet like a gentleman. Um, it, you, you notice I said like a gentleman, 'cause gentlemen pee sitting down, I think. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of having to to wipe off piss from the toilet. You know, like I gotta take a shit sometimes too. I've been taking Pepto-Bismol pro- prophylactically to kind of regulate it, but I, it only works so, f- so much, right? Um, I believe in unicorns with the rainbows. That was great, the human centipede thing. That's, I thought of that, but she said it first. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did not think of that. That was great. Uh, I'm just stalling for time. <laughs> uh <laughs> um, It looks like uh, Oh this This rainbow uh, This rainbow unicorn Looks like It's um, Farting and sneezing At the same time (laughs) Because The rainbows And um, I did that once In uh, the middle Of standardized testing (laughs) In high school It was in my Spanish class And we're taking a test And I'm killing it Because I was good At standardized tests Feeling really good And then all of a sudden I just have this sneeze that leads to a fart and it's dead silent in the room and everybody just kind of looks around and then my friend Micah turns around to me and he's like, was that you dude? In front of everyone, like it's dead silent (laughs) and I'm beat red, (laughs) I almost got away with it. The time I did get away with it I alluded to earlier when my girlfriend told me she loved me for the first time. I was on mushrooms and my friend told a really funny joke. And I started laughing hysterically, and just a little bit of shit squirted out into my pants. And <laughs> we had just hel- finished helping my friend move. <laughs> um, why I was on mushrooms while we were helping her move is a totally different set. Um, but um, we had just finished helping her move, and so I went to the bathroom, and there was nothing there. There was no toilet paper. There wasn't even, like, a trash liner so I could throw my pa- my underwear away. And so I just wrote it out and that's why she told me she loved me <laughs> but uh anyway that's it thank you
1: stay up there and Evely, Evelyn Erie diamond and Jason Cole come up uh, you guys have to put your hands up against the wall as if you're being arrested <laughs> by as if someone said like hey you've done something wrong but no really what we're trying to figure out is uh, who is not going to move on to the final round so you are raising your hands that's why they have their eyes closed and their backs turned because it's like heads up seven up when you're little we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings especially when there's only like four people in the room uh but no there's more than that we there's I can't count that seven uh so you're going to raise your hand who you don't want to see okay David you count two You guys didn't vote. Okay. I, fuck. <laughs> All right, we want to say thank you so much to Brian Lucette, but you will not be joining us in the finals. Thank you so much for being here. Yay! What we have, Who we have in the finals are Jason Cole versus Evelyn Erie-Diamond. What they're going to do... What they're going to do while I'm getting the things for their things, they're going to tell one liners just back and forth until I get the stuff. Here we go.
11: What do you call a hot, horny woman with perfect tits, a tight vagina, and no gag reflex? You call her immediately. Thank you.
10: That's terrible. I mean, it was a funny joke, that's just terrible. <laughs> what do you call a guy with a big dick, great job, uh, who just loves the hell out of you, and then, I don't. you, you just, that guy doesn't exist. <laughs> it's trying so hard to piggyback,
11: but. Eerie set is a lot like AIDS. He used to kill a lot more, but now with enough drugs, you can get through it. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Are we roasting?
10: Oh, are we roasting? That was cute! No, we were roasting. That was adorable. That was so cute. That was good. You should have wore your whole toupee.
11: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I wish I had a comeback. That would be awesome. Actually, before I got into comedy, I used to perform magic, but I always had trouble getting gigs because I always make the audience disappear. <laughs> Plus, I touched a kid and they wouldn't let me. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hey, touch! I I actually get paid to touch baby dicks, but that is a whole different story. I actually I'm a nanny. I p- touch a lot of baby dicks for money. It's fine. They pay they pay me twenty bucks an hour, twenty five if there's two of them. I mean two baby dicks in a room. What am I talking about? The third basket tonight. Each of our comedians are going to do ten minutes based on these ten things in the basket, and you get to keep the things in the basket. Notice that dollar bill on top. Yeah, that's yours to keep. Look at that. Whoa, what? Um, So in your basket, basket three, there is number one. My book that I wrote. You guys get to keep that. One dollar. You also get to keep that. A pack of tissues. You also get to keep those. Pussy pins. Pussy pins. There's a pussy pin. It's really cute. It was made by our friend aunt. Uh, Number five, a picture of a cat claw. Number six, a picture of a BMX bike. Oops, I double BMX bike, BMX bike. Uh, number seven, a clawfoot tub. It's very strange, not, I mean, this it's like cat claw, clawfoot. It's just, it was, it was an 11 year old, you guys, I swear. Number eight, slime, slime. Number nine, fire extinguishers. And number 10, little girl underwear. So your comedians are going to make, each of them are gonna weave these amazing things into a set my book: one dollar, a pack of tissues, pussy pins, a cat claw, BMX bike, a clawfoot tub, slime, fire extinguishers, and underwear. That's the pussy pin. You get to keep it. Isn't it nice? Oh, is. It's a cat. I know. Isn't it weird? You can upside down, it looks like an angry like cephalopod, but right side up, it's like a cat. There's, yeah, it's almost like a walrus upside down. Like, it's like, oh, I'm an angry walrus. But there's all, no, you'll figure out your gifts later. Uh, who wants to go first, or do you need, do you need time? Are you okay? Oh, oh, well, and then there we go. Hey, everybody, he wants to rock and roll. Put your hands together. for your first in the final, Jason Cole.
11: Thank you, Poetry Palace. I'm going to be reading some selective <laughs> things from Pam Benjamin. A quote on the back. I read the whole book, and I actually liked it. Pam's dad. Yes. Yeah. That's not true. I know that for a fact.
10: <laughs> Hi, guys. I know. I'm on fucking ra- and I. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't
11: keep that up for 10 minutes. I can't keep that up for 10 minutes. Uh, has anyone ever here been in a hotel fire? Okay. I've been in two fires. I didn't start them, but uh, I did have a friend that got married like 10 years ago in Napa. And, or, the, Napa had a fairly substantial earthquake. Wasn't it like eight, 10 years ago? Whatever. A, a building fell down, but, uh, and this was his wedding, huge on a winery. He had eight bridesmaids, eight grooms. very rich. He didn't. They got divorced six weeks later. But anyway, um, we're partying. It's three in the morning, and uh, we're in this hotel. and It's a big suite, and uh, the earthquake hits, and the whole room whips like you whip a garden hose. I was by the bar, and I saw my brother go up. I'm like, "Wow, that's weird." And I went Wah! just one big, big pretty big uh, earthquake, and then we're like, "Okay, that's weird." All of a sudden, we hear fire alarms going off, and uh, we're all in our suits. We're fucking super hammered. It's three or four in the morning. And uh, we open the, the hotel thing, and there's like old ladies in fucking nightgowns going this way, and there's a utility closet on fire. And uh, me and my friend were really drunk, and all the people were going this way, and we're going this way towards the fire because we're Beavis and Butthead. And I use my, I kick out the uh, fire extinguisher thing like die hard, and I get out the fire extinguisher, and he touches the thing, and uh, still. People or before we got there, actually, there was, we were going into knocking on doors, and there's people packing their suitcases. These old ladies, and we're like, "Go, fire, fire!" So finally, he touches the knob. I have the fire extinguisher. He opens it up, and there's all these chairs that have been stacked up illegally next to the fuse box. They're on fire, and we're just like, and I'm looking. I'm like, "This is fucking great!" <laughs> So we extinguished the whole thing. The fire department is just pulling up. We're pulling out. It's like Ghostbusters. You know, we came, we saw, we're walking out in our suits, fucking ties undone. And I just fucking dropped the fire extinguisher. All the fucking wedding party that's staying there, it's just fucking applauding. And then the next day, checking out, I walked up and I set the extinguished fire extinguisher. And I said, I believe there'll be no charge for our weekend because we put out the fire. And they said, no, whatever. And they charged us. <laughs> So that was the first uh, fire I've been in. I'll tell the other one later. All right, guys. Yep, I see my manager faxed my writer. <laughs> yes. This is awesome. I am recording my set tonight because I have a divorce hearing next Thursday, and the judge is demanding I show proof of no verifiable income. So <laughs> when you get to this part of the tape, just d- can you edit out everything about the dollar they're very sticky they're very s- stringent have you heard about the movement which i totally agree with being an old white guy is that they want to put people of color and other people on the money fuck yeah right they should rotate that shit like a like a stadium sponsorship fuck yeah i mean i don't want to look at these white people anymore i can't imagine people who uh aren't white uh, anyway have you ever done the thing where you make his head look like a mushroom dick right you've, like <laughs> kids have you ever played with money I do like that. It looks like a penis. And you do that at school when you're a kid with all your money when you're white. All right. I'm going to protest. Where's the cute dog pictures? This is a kitty claw like that. It looks like a crustacean or something that's not connected to that cat. Um, I'm not here to do cat material (laughs) unless they have feline AIDS. Then I'm on board. Not allowed to be near women's underwear. Oh, good God. Uh, I do not have children. Uh, I am uh, 47 years old, still single, never married, no children. <laughs> yeah. More red flags than a North Korean missile parade or something. <laughs> Hard to meet women at my age. You know, there's no hot chicks walking by my couch. I don't, I don't like leaving the house. All my friends, when I started doing comedy later in life, they're like, Jason, this is it. You're fucking making people laugh. You're getting these shows. You're living the dream. I'm like... I don't want to leave the house. <laughs> I don't want to have to think of shit. You know, be at the comedy, have to think of shit. You have to remember shit. You have to show up on time. And I don't like people, you know. I don't even like standing. I mean, the whole thing. Anyway, I'm living the dream. I love comedy. Yeah. All right. Do we have any big comers here, guys? Who gets the big loads? I'm sorry. I'm looking at, uh, I know a kid chose this, so that's not trying to be perverse. This is the, like the Nickelodeon uh goo um you know sometimes when you don't masturbate for more than two weeks that's a joke but no sometimes you know i i I quit for 90 days but i because i got a dui i was in jail but no um and then you come again yeah anyone come on anyone guys come in their own mouth accidentally while you're doing a handstand uh when you're drunk okay not me all right that was just all right no summer camp stories guys all right the very romantic clawfoot tub every lady these are the, I used to have one of these, this clawfoot tub that's perfect for stubbing your toe in the middle of the night. Oh, that's just a massive, the most massive sto toe stub, stow stub, um, clawfoot. Yeah. Uh, does anybody remember the movie, A History of the World, Part One? It's Mel Brooks, and he takes a treasure bath. Uh, what's his name? Dom DeLuise. It's a funny scene, and that's my segue while I'm trying to think of other things to say. Hey, look. Uh, What do you call a black kid with a bike? A bicyclist. What are you guys thinking? (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting edgy. Um, I did have a, back in the 80s, the BMX craze was super, super high. And I convinced my parents to buy me and my brother these super high aloe. Uh, whatever that the, these really light bikes for it was in the, it was early 80s and they paid like $800 and in in those times I'm like we'll take care of it and uh, we'll never lose it and we'll lock it up and They bought these locks and we didn't we went to the mall to play vids in the 80s just like stranger things but, but, but It's like wearing like when you're a kid when it's raining you don't want to take an umbrella because that's faggy. Like, like, that's where you grow up. But like, my mom's like, here, take the umbrella. I'm like, I can't take the umbrella in the rain. Everyone will call me a fag. And like, it, she's like, you're going to get wet. And so that's the 70s and 80s. Um, so with the bike, I didn't want to lock up my bike. Like, who carries a bike lock when you go to the. So, because you don't want to have your bike covered with a lock. It's stupid. Anyway, uh, we go and play video games, and the bike got stolen in 15 minutes. Uh, literally saw the guy. Uh, running away with the bike on his shoulder. And this was like early 80s. And I told some people that I didn't know coming out of the mall, But they're stealing my bike. So I get into their car. Like, how many child molesters were like, oh, yeah, boy, payday, come on, kid. We're like, no, these over there. Like, yeah, no. Uh, reminds me of a joke I have. <laughs> you ever wonder what it would be like to get all the people you ever had sex with and get them in the same room? That's good. Uh, For me, it's like, what were those two girls and that birthday clown talk about? (laughs) That was a tough eighth birthday, guys. I tell you, candles weren't the only thing I was blowing out. (laughs) Oh, the joke's still going, right? Yeah. I made a wish, but I still got a cold sore. Boom. (laughs) All right, no more clown rape jokes. Uh, Bringing it on home, this is a tooth, right? (laughs) All right. There's a lot, no no love for the dogs. Um, What can I tell you about cats? I I used to have four cats, like I said, I didn't realize uh, that uh, I was allergic to them. And once my cat disappeared, and she'd always go across the street in this big field, and I knew that was where she was, and I had a premonition that she was dead, all right? So it's kind of weird because I used to watch a lot of crime shows, you know, where they go to the, uh, the autopsy and they take out that little Carmex and they put like Quincy, they put it under their nose because stuff smells. I was young and I got some Carmex. And I'm like, I'm going to like total forensic investigator. So I'm walking through the weeds at night looking for my cat that has been missing for two weeks. And I smell dead carcass like you like roadkill. And I'm out in the field and I come up and there's my cat. But just her pelt, all her innards was gone. Was gone so i went back and got a shovel and buried her and that's why i love dogs uh, <laughs> i never told that story before but it's true it's a fucking true story uh nice now you guys can cry after I, I told a story uh this reminds me of my mom going on road trips she would always have kleenex ready for her for the two kids in the back um and if you ever seen the movie Vacation, that was me, you know, the big fucking wood panel, the fucking station wagon. And then two hyperactive kids uh, in the back fighting each other. And then my dad driving with one knee and then trying to beat us up while my mom held his cigarette. <laughs> she had the two cigarettes. And my dad would say, sit still so I can beat you. And that was... Uh, my childhood, it was fun. Or my dad's other favorite game was What's That Rattling? He had the exact giant fucking station wagon packed to the gills with all our shit for four people. And we'd get on the freeway. And even with the radio on, like a fishing rod was going, and my dad's like, what's that rattling? So one of us would have to unbuckle and climb back there like fucking Air Force One in a movie while my mom's saying, no, no pull over and uh, i would fix the rattling we would battle it out to get my dad's attention and fix the rattling now i have a rattling in my head because i'm insane uh but thank you for all your time i appreciate your story
10: jason
1: cole everyone yay it's therapy it's comedy it's hell in a hand basket six yeah She's gonna be awesome in the final. Put your hands together, everybody, for Evelyn Eerie Diamond!
10: Yay! All right, I you know it's funny you say that. I my, my my parents were like really fucking young when they had me. They were like seventeen or some shit. So by the time I was like seven years old, we they were in their twenties, right? no fucking idea how to raise a kid, right? <laughs> they would do shit. Like, my dad had an El Camino. They would they would put, like, sleeping bags and blankets and stuff in the back of the El Camino and, like, an ice chest, and we'd go to the drive-in, right? And they pull up the El Camino. But guess who had to make sure nothing flew out of the back of the truck while we were driving down the freeway? The seven-year-old girl. That's who. <laughs> and I remember one time I was, like, laying. I would, like, lay, like, starfish on everything just to – just. Oh, I got like this like on the bottom just watching the stars go by. I just I just hope and I remember one time like a towel. It was like a little tiny bar towel that, that my mom had, put, had like flew out and they were like, "Oh my god." And they like pulled over and they got out and they started yelling at me because I let the bar towel out and they were like, "It could have gotten an net. A- somebody could have gotten an accident." I'm like, "Sorry, sorry." I felt so bad and now I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> What you did was fucking illegal. All right. Okay, I feel better now. I really appreciate you guys letting me tell you that story. (laughs) Okay, first of all, I want you to know that, like, Pam is one of my favorite people in the world. If you're a comedian, you fucking want to perform in front of Pam, okay? Pam is like, Pam loves fucking comedy. She loves comedy so much. She's like, you'll be doing, she'll be like, yay! Woo! She'll stand up, she'll do a wave. Yeah! Come on, let's do this! Let's get it! (laughs) She's so cute. I love, she's so, she's like the happiest person I've ever met. And I'm sure she's just like wretched. When she gets home, she's just like, I want to die, I want to (laughs) die. Because there's no fucking way someone could be that up and then just not be just down. Like, you know? Um, but I love, thank you for your book. I'm excited to read your book. Um, um, yes, I also thought this was green jizz, I gotta tell you. My, my first thought was like giving the Hulk a hand job. That was my first thought. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, oh, Hulk, come! Oh, oh. Like that. Like that was, I, so I, this reminds me of a joke. This is like the first joke I ever wrote. I'm gonna tell you guys the first joke I ever wrote, okay? First joke I ever wrote. This is my joke. Okay, you ready? This is my joke. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure I'm a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. This is how I know. Uh, Whenever I go out drinking, there's like a point in the night where I black out. And I'm pretty sure that's, uh, you know, when I'm turning. So, yeah. And uh, when I wake up, I don't know where I am or how I got there. So, I know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking, hey, Erie. Maybe you're not a werewolf. Maybe you're the Hulk. Okay. Totally thought of that, but the Hulk always wakes up with pants on. First joke I ever wrote, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. I actually worked on the joke for fucking three years before I even went up to an open mic because I was so nervous to go up to an open mic. So there's that, okay. Now I'm here. I don't know. Um, okay, clawfoot tub. Has anybody ever tried to fuck in a clawfoot tub before? Has anybody ever tried? It's a terrible idea. It's a fucking terrible. It's the worst idea you get. Could- it's it's almost as bad as having sex in a jacuzzi. Never try that either. It's terrible. No, it never works. It's ter. Is it? Is it? No, I can't get. No, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I tried to have sex in a, in a clawfoot tub one time. It was it was super romantic, except that I'm not gonna tell you guys what position we were in, but I just want you to know, almost chip my tooth on this on the spout. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you which position we were in, but I almost chipped my tooth on the spout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just so, you know, cause you can't get the legs. Okay, never mind. Okay. Um okay, this is the BMX bike. So I, the only thing I can think of with the BMX bike is is this. Has anybody ever wondered why uh, the guy's bike has the bar to hit your balls, and the girl's bike has like the long thing? Because for me, this is what I'm thinking: that the guy's bike, you know, that wouldn't feel too bad. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you're at a stop, and you're just like, yeah. (laughs) All right, let's go again. Yeah. But the but I just always thought that was weird, right? Why do you think that is? Any ideas? Oh, is that what it is? Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that's shitty. Oh, thank you. I mean, you fucked up my premise, but that's awesome. Um, okay, okay. The pussy pen. I got. T- did you really? You made this? Did you make this? You made no, this? Aunt, did. aunt. Who's aunt? Okay. I, it's adorable when you know what it is. <laughs> Don't you think, like, now that you know it is a kitty, you're like, that is a cute kitty. But um, I gotta tell you, this, that's weird. You turn it over and that doesn't make any sense. Pac-Man, I was just like, what the fuck is this? So anyway, that's, but I'm glad I have it. Thank you for giving that to me. Um, little girl underwear. Um, I want some audience participation. I'm gonna do a little crowd work right now. Uh, Who's ever been hot and heavy, and I got down to the panties and something like this showed up? Anybody? anybody ever done that? Anybody? 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 anybody has that ever happened? Has ever happened? No, it's never happened. Has that ever happened? All oh my panties. All your panties. Really? What was that like the first time? You're like, okay, I guess it is Thursday, but why did you have to? It's, the worst one, the worst one is the guy's underwear, when the guy, have you ever seen like the guys that have like the novelty panties on, or I'm sorry, underwear on, they have like the novelty, like you get down to the bottom, and there's like, there's, they're in like Superman boxers, but it's like the Superman, and you're just like, dude, you're an idiot, like what the fuck is wrong, those are underoos, you want to look sexy, not, I don't know, it just makes you think you're fucking a kid, that's disgusting. <laughs> But but no bush now. So yeah, so no bush now. You know, I always wondered about that. You know that what's really funny that oh now I'm just ranting. I had some of that fucking cookie. I want you to know that I had some of that cookie. Um, I did you guys know what a merkin is? Do you know what that is? You know what a merkin is? I am completely obsessed with the merkins because the merkin is it's like a toupee for your pussy. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a toupee for so so when they're doing like old gladiator movies and stuff, they'll put the merkin on the girl right? Or 70s shows that put the merkin on the girl, but it also covers it up. So now it's only like an R rated because you can't see the whole pussy because now they don't consider like you are it's covered. It's almost like you're wearing a hair thong. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was actually thinking about it and I was thinking, I think I want to make some hair thong because hair thongs will be, can you imagine you get down to it and she there and the guy's just like, oh, wow, that's like a huge bush right there. <laughs> and, right. And then you're just like, it just looked, it's just a thong! Like it's a thong! It's just a thong. Especially if it's like especially if it's like the square and then the strip, and then the strip kinda goes in the like all the way, and then it's just all hair, and you just like you're just like, hey! And then it's just like it's just a thong! It's just a thong! It's only totally a thong I had you! I had you! Like Okay, that's I think who wants to who who would go fund me hair thong? What do you think? Would you go fund me hair thong? Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Um, It's really good to know. I want you guys to know, um, I I hate to keep bringing up Pam, but Pam is way into pussy. (laughs) Pam? How many minutes do you think you could do on on cats? How many? 10 minutes on cats. 10 minutes on cats. Have you done a, you should do some lesbian bars. You really should do (laughs) some lesbian bars. I'm not kidding, because all my lesbian friends have like three cats. Minimum. 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 And they've all been together for like 800 years. And they've all, uh, I always have that joke where um, they drive their U haul right up to the gay bar. Because it's like they meet and like two weeks later they're like living together already. And I'm just like, you guys, women, what the fuck? I don't know. Oh, you know what's funny? I've never asked that question. Pam, you weirdo. <laughs> Look at weirdo. They're <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I love Jason's story about the fire. That was a bitchin' story. I have no good fire stories, um, except for one, <laughs> and that was I was, I was at a Kiss concert, <laughs> and these guys were in the parking lot on the way into the Kiss concert. It was like an oracle. They were they were in the parking lot lighting their fucking pants on fire. <laughs> They were like putting butane and lighting them up. And they were like, "Yeah, yeah," and I was like, "The fuck is going on? <laughs> like, you guys are embarrassing Kiss. Do you know that? I'm sure they're like looking out. They're like, what? These mother? These are our fucking fans now? What is happening?'" I don't know. I'm sure that's not what they were saying. I um, I uh, I <laughs> I. I, okay, I'm going to do this joke that I just wrote just for fun, just because I don't, I just, um, I, uh, so, so I'm, I'm only doing stand up because it's court ordered. Um, yeah, uh, actually the judge gave me like, he gave me like 30 hours of up. Um, I'm doing it like three minutes at a time. So it's going to take a long time. And, um, I, I hit a clown is what happened. And, um, yeah, see, I still got to work on it. Don't you think? Got to work on it a little bit. I'm gonna work on it though. I'm gonna work on it. You guys, you've been awesome. This has been really fun. Hell in a handbasket. I thought you were funny, dude. Yeah. You were fucking funny. <laughs> I <like you>. <laughs> All right, I'm Mary Diamond. Thank you. Yay!
1: you get to keep all your shit and you sometimes people leave it here anyways but i'm like don't leave my book so now's the point yeah i know where's your dollar it's it's yours yeah i didn't even put it in your hair thong i'm really excited for this hair thong idea i'm super excited for it i love that joke that's amazing and the thing is that I would wear a hair thong, but you would take it off and there'd be hair, more hair underneath than the thong was <laughs> on the outside of the hair thong. So it'd be funny. You know? It'd be like, ah, I fooled you. like, a blonde hair thong. <laughs> Oh, wouldn't that be funny if I had a re- Oh, I would, do, I would do fire crotch. I'd be like, oh, oh, carpet doesn't match the drapes. Oh, look at this. Still doesn't. Is my, well, no, I have gray hair on my pussy, too. All right, come on up, Jason Cole. Yay. All right. Now's the point where the audience decides who who wins. Uh, they, there's a prize for the winner, they get to choose. No, 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 you get to turn around for this, like, or whatever. I mean, if you wanna see him. It's not rejection, it's it, now, instead of saying who you don't wanna see, you clap for who you wanna win. So if you guys, I mean, I, and both their sets were great and it was really awesome. If you want Jason Cole to win, clap loudly, yay! If you want Evelyn Erie Diamond to win, you clap loudly. Yay! I think I hear a little bit more decibel for her. Everybody, our new champion of Helen Hambastic Six, Erie Diamond. Yay! So your your prize is that you get to choose. So the same guy that made those amazing pussy pins, he also makes these amazing hand hand lettered shirts. So you get to choose between flirting is rape, or or. Or this one says, Stop Smoking Bitch. And this one is special for Breast Cancer Awareness Week. Stop Smoking Bitch, she chooses. Yes!
10: Our champion. Everybody clap more for Eerie Diamond. Actually, this is very close to my heart because my mom just got over breast cancer. Oh, really? Yeah, but you can't say stop breasts. No, that would be weird. Okay,
1: go ahead. No, it's really great. <laughs> and there's extra special pins in there, too. There's extra pins in there so that you can give them to her and be like, look, it's really nice. But stop, stop smoking, bitches. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yay. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight on Hell in a Hand 6. Join us next week. Next week, we have no theme. It's just funny comedians. Headlined by Chris Knatzer, so it's going to be a really great time. Shelly, do you want to do jokes? We still have time. You just came to see, but do you want to do anything? We got time? Want to do some jokes? You want to do a set? Hey, everybody, put your hands together, everybody. Shelly Strayball, yeah.
13: This has been too long. Hi, Pam. Hi, guys. How are you? So I'm, uh, I'm only in ta- I'm in town for my dad's birthday yeah um it's nice to come back and see the family but i find i find it difficult to buy my dad gifts like he's a hard person to buy presents for you know it's like what do you get for the guy that has everything honestly like what do you get for the guy that has everything because he didn't pay child support like what do you get that guy (laughs) they're like you know like like personalized sense of regret from etsy cool stuff on Pinterest. I don't know. Um, it has been, it's been, it's been a really long time since I'm on stage. Um, been down in LA recently, haven't been on any stages. Uh, LA is interesting. I like cocaine. <laughs> I mean, LA, I like LA. Um, I don't know that much about the area yet. You know, I'm still sort of new down there and being a San Francisco native, like it's really hard to, I, I don't know. I just I wonder where the Chinese people are. <laughs> I'm really happy to see black people, but there just aren't any Chinese people, so I, I don't know if I can feel it at home down there. There's Koreatown. There's a Koreatown. Um, I sort of blame LA for, like, if San Francisco is home of artisan bullshit, you know, like Journey Roberts has a great joke about artisan toast. And every fucking thing on Valencia Street, which there's, like, no more garbage. I don't even recognize Valencia Street. I'm like, I want the garbage back, (laughs) guys. The garbage and the culture that would be nice. Um, uh, But what was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah, so everything fucking artisan from San Francisco. Well, I blame L.A. for everything bespoke. Like, it's just annoying. It's just uh, there's nothing to that. But it's just, you like my shoes? You like my shoes? Um... (laughs) I really enjoyed Hell Hat. Actually, I've never. I've only. I've only seen Chris Canaster do it. Do you have any extra? Um, do you have any Let's extra sheets? Yeah. Let me see. Is there anything? The the is there anything we haven't seen? There's the, there's the oh, look there's at this hat. fuzzy balls. This looks like something from uh, Miss Diamond's sex shop. Yeah, is that your last name? Yes, Di- are you Diamond? Pull. Diamond. Yeah. Her name is Diamond. We call her Diamond. That's such a good stage name. People don't even have to ask you what your stripper name is. You're like, no, it's real. <laughs> I'm hot. I also wanted you at the end, like when you got kicked out, so your shit was so funny. You were like, uh, you were like, we're doing, uh, oh, well, this is Pamtastic's joke workshop, by the way. Just like interject. <laughs> but like, so you did this great thing about how you uh, got fired and you got mad and you were like, oh, I'm just gonna kick over the, what was it? Oh yeah. Oh my God, ball gags. It's like not even part of my lexicon. I'm like, honey, what was that sex toy again? What do you, how do you call it? I think it looks like this. What do you call it? Um, And and then you got kicked out of your yoga class, and I just wanted you to be like, fuck you, too, and then kick over all the ball gags. I just feel like like ball gags could be a really good callback because, like, who doesn't have questions about them? You know, who isn't curious about them? All right, let's see what's in the basket. Short, loud, and opinionated. I've been called a lot worse, Um, so I'll take it. That's not actually a suggestion, which is great. Oh, t-shirt ideas for feminists. Well, stop wearing them. (laughs) Your desert island food. Uh, Your desert island food is actually the theme of a new restaurant that just opened up on Valencia Street. It's fucking cunts it's like 159 dollars for a Preeks Feeks butt plug or whatever they serve there i'm sure it's all organic and locally grown butt plugs <laughs> go on a kanye-like rant about egg salad sandwiches the problem is i really enjoy constructing sentences it's like part of communication so okay kanye <laughs> A Kanye, like, I had so many fucking Kanye jokes. I mean, when you were talking about 15 minutes on Cats, I was somewhere, like, for 10 minutes on Kanye because I hated that guy. A Kanye rant about, what does he even sound like? (laughs) Who's a fool? Because I, like, I got to put a hood up and I got to have, like, deconstructed clothing, um, gender neutral, you know, and children with confusing names, I'm so directionally challenged, the the challenge that I like to name is Kids Northwest. I'd be like, I don't know where I am. (laughs) What do you mean where are the kids? I don't know, Kanye West, I don't really, I don't even like egg salad sandwiches. So yeah, so that's why you're asking. You know what, I'll do an op-ed on it. We'll do a blog about how much we hate Kanye (laughs) and egg salad sandwiches. So I got nothing on those except for Kanye. A story about you winning a story about you winning with underline exclamation point. Um, winning. Like Charlie Sheen winning because we could do like more like cocaine LA jokes. Like that's easy enough. No, a story about you winning. Um, you know anything about winning? Look like a wi- yeah winning. What's the last thing you want? <laughs> a story about winning. I uh I um. I really enjoy going to carnivals. Um, you know, I like the games that they have and stuff because I'm really good at raffles.
7: <laughs>
13: think about that one, right? You have to think about that one. Um, which would you eat first in the apocalypse, raccoon or human? Uh, again, this is gonna be a new theme for a place down on Valencia Street. The price <laughs> for a fixed meal is actually gonna be a more expensive. What would, I, what would I eat first? Whatever, man, it's the apocalypse. You can't be choosy. Like, who, who the fuck chooses what they want to eat? They're like, no, I'll just die instead. Whatever you put in front of me. Like, if you cook it, if you kill it, I'm super grateful. We'll eat it. Which would you eat first? Yes, and. That's a yes, and. This is a lovely bag. Okay, we, tell me, give me a light or something like that. Um. Grammar, do we still need it? This is the penultimate poll according to Pamela Benjamin and the answer is yes, Kanye. We still need grammar. All right, this is the last poll. This is really funny, guys. Thanks, Pam. This is so sweet. Um, my my underline could be cleaner. My blank could be cleaner. Um, no, I'm clean as fuck, dude. I'm Italian, like I'm one of these. People that'll be like, there's a little, sp- Pam, God damn it! what is this down here? My p- How about, yeah, my judgments of others could be cleaner. What's up, you guys? My name is Shelly Strable. Thank you so much for this, Pam. Thank you so much. You have been listening to uh, Hell Hat 6
1: on Mutiny Radio, and here's your host, Pam Benjamin. Hey Shelly Strable, yay! Why not? We had time at the end. That was super, super exciting. Jeannie, when's your next show coming up? Do you want to plug it real quickly? February 3rd she's gonna do you want to come talk about it February 3rd she's gonna be in a drag ball up at where yes Jeannie Cartier everyone yay oh
10: thank you I'm not a comedian um February 3rd I'm gonna be in a drag ball it's at Circus Center and it's gonna feature a bunch of drag queens and circus performers (laughs) alternately doing their stuff and then March 14th I'm doing my duo show with my sister because I'm in a sister act Yesterday and yesterday's tomorrow, we're doing it March 14th at the Marsh, which is like just up the street from here. So you should come. Oh, Devin's band is playing tomorrow at Bottom of the Hill. Northern Waste, Van Goat, and Dr. Stryker. Yeah, they're all three playing tomorrow night at, at Bottom of the Hill. And it's at what time? What time is it at? Doors at eight. Show at nine. No. Yeah, $10.
1: Yay! Doors at 8, everybody. Tomorrow night, Bottom of the Hill. Go see uh, Great Bands. I know Dr. Stryker. I know Northern Waste. Cool stuff. Yes. Thank you so much, David, for running the ones and twos tonight. Uh, everybody stay tuned for Third Access Radio now every Friday from 10 to midnight. Thank you guys so much for coming. Good night. Yay! <laughs>
6: every Friday to 10 p.m., and I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious.
2: come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot, drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California.
1: With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7pm. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018.
3: Yeah, it goes down. Ow. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder
8: Every three parsecs. Tim's Tesseract.com. Tim's Tesseract.com.
14: You should listen to Muni Radio at muni.radio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things.
3: to welcome
7: y'all Afternoon Delight
8: 6.9 Did he just say 69? Yeah, if you're tuning in right now, you're just on time
5: Oh boy It's a podcast, I don't know, maybe you've heard of them Perhaps
7: you've been living under a rock Which brings me to uh, our hosts, we got Amanda Rocks Amanda Rocks! karaoke host from Oklahoma Kind of makes me think of Oki from Muskogee I think that was Merle Haggard. Anybody ever listen to Merle Haggard? We got uh, Sarah Late Ass Sparkles. They've been calling her Late Ass Sparkles because she's on time to everything and sparkly. So y'all motherfuckers gotta stop
5: listening to me and start listening to these two females. And I mean, they're crazy, like you know, bad shit crazy. Get the kids to sit. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the show.
9: Welcome to Afternoon Delight um mutiny radio this is amanda rocks and
0: delightful dave
9: (laughs) delightful dave and sarah sparkles isn't here
0: (laughs) she's she's in transition ish Ish? to a transit vehicle and then
9: oh oh, hold on
5: (laughs) oh no microphone hold on oh and Bob yale is here
9: all right what microphone do you have there
5: What's that? My what microphone, one.
9: Number one. Oh, I'm
5: holding up my finger. Okay. <laughs>
9: <laughs> nice to see you, Pablo Yale, comedian from Santa Cruz.
5: Yes, yeah, good to see you too, Amanda.
9: And? I brought uh, some friends. You did. <laughs> I love, oh, I love the shirt, by the way. Thank you. What does it say?
5: It says, um, yeah, for those of you who don't have eyes on the internet. Yeah, um,
9: most visual podcast. Yeah, it says now I have a machine
5: gun. <laughs> ho, ho, ho.
9: Oh, Uh-oh. it's from Die Hard. Yes. It's like my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the best
5: Christmas it's movie the Christmas ever. It's Christmas movie that's like. Technically, a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas
9: movie. Yeah.
5: Uh, to me, it's a Christmas <laughs> movie. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it exactly. ha- yeah. All these things happen during Christmas, and it has a little Christmas message at the end, which is, <laughs> which is shoot a Nazi when he comes out of a tarp. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. right?
9: Right. I agree. So, you brought home um, some friends with you. Um, they're in a band called Homebrew.
5: Yes. Yeah, so. And they're a
9: band from Santa Cruz, yeah. correct? Homebrew.
5: Uh, yes, they are a band from Santa Cruz. Uh, let's see here. They're w- uh, we wander- have Humbert members coming side. into the studio now. Awesome. So, so, so um, we, we just are just actually getting another, the another microphone that they have yeah. available, and, and
9: we're getting another microphone available ourselves. right now.
5: So we, yeah, Alex is in the bathroom putting on her face.
0: I think that one mic can that we, was really like. Itching to yes. go is gone. The, okay. Was a, for, well, the, just for the make sure you internet. guys remind There's me to bring my microphone having, back yeah.
9: and put it back in my bag because I'll need it for work tonight. There's there a really Speaking of up work it. tonight, where I'm working the PCTV, TV the Pacific Ooh. Coast Television holiday party. Um, Yay. Um, you know, down. I'm now the new newest board of directors, um, or the newest member of the board of directors there, and they're having their holiday party. So I'm working karaoke for it at the oh. long board, and they are having their um. Ugly Christmas sweater <laughs> party, so that's why I'm dressed like this, and it's and pretty.
5: We are all um, uh, have bad, <laughs> ugly. She's Christmas. dressed like that because it's Thursday. Chuck, Chuck.
9: <laughs> Which mic is that?
5: Uh, you are? Uh, it's on the stands Was there a stand? It, yeah. It well, it's the stands we, or
9: m- get mixed there up. There it's a, on the cord. Yeah, it
5: was a stand. I think it's number I three. a ball on. Two, but two make three. sure it might, it might be the cord.
9: It might be the cord. Yeah, so we oh, need some crap. duct tape. Oh, move
5: it to the other...
6: Oh, though.